Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today, we are talking about the Steven Seagal ass-kicking classic, Under Siege, 1992. 1992's Under Siege. This is like one of our first, like, just straight-up action, just nonsense action movies that we've done. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it. Uh, of course, we like to tell everyone listening in, if you have never found a reason to watch Under Siege, uh, please make this the reason to do so. It's currently streaming on Netflix, so you've got it, or you know someone who does. Go grab it, watch it, then you can come back and join us for the conversation. You'll be all caught up to speed, and you'll know what we're talking about. We'll give you a few seconds to go do that, and you're back. All right, now everybody's up to speed. We all know what's going on, and of course, Mandy, you and I, we don't like to talk about these movies alone, because we would just oh. argue about uh, <laughs> about a boat. So we need to bring someone else on. Uh, to take sides. Is the film currently playing in the background? Yes, it is. All right. I saw just the boat turning. There's just a <laughs> a, a helicopter a cam shot of a boat from the side. All right. Uh, we have today <laughs> returning guest, a friend of the show, friend of both Mandy and I, uh, Kalamazoo, I guess, area uh, DJ, uh, karaoke guy, an all-around cool person. He's been in a bunch of movies. He's a, He's been in an extra in several films. Please welcome back to the show, Kyle Burnham, everybody. Hey, holy cow, what a fanfare. That's right. You made it. Thank you. So exciting. I always love it when we get back together. It's just like hanging out with my buds. Yeah. Dude, it's old times again, right back. <laughs> um, just so everybody knows, Kyle, Matt, and I all went to school together. So yes. we've known each other for a very long time. Yeah, and if you're looking not to argue, man, this is a weird movie to pick because we're going to argue the shit out of this I movie. I think so. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, yeah, in this case, we'll probably have three differing opinions. That's what's going to happen. We're not. No one's going to take sides. We're all just going to be on completely different uh, wavelengths here, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, first of all, we always ask everybody who's on the show, Kyle, how long had it been since you saw Under Siege before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? Okay, here's a double mind blower, man. Not oh. only have I never seen Under Siege, okay. I've never seen a Steven Seagal movie ever in my life. This is your first oh, experience my with God. Steven Seagal? I am blowing your minds. I know it, man. Yeah, there, there's like this weird like clicks of movies uh, throughout my whole history that I just don't seem to watch for some reason. Nothing against them, but it just never happened. So oh, this uh, is actually, I'm so glad we picked this movie for you then because I wasn't quite sure. I'm like, oh, he's so funny. We should do a comedy. But then this is great. I'm oh, loving no, it. Oh, yeah. Yep. I love to spice it up because the last three movies, I just suck its dick the whole time. Yeah, I'm right? like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so here's the question then. It, were you, uh, I guess, aware of Steven Seagal and what to expect oh, yeah. from the film without having ever yeah. seen one of his movies? Like, yeah, what, totally. The only thing I think uh, that caught me off guard was that is he didn't have a ponytail. So ah, other yeah. than that, pretty much what That's, I was expecting. Uh, he couldn't because the Navy, you can't have hair longer than four inches. So they made him cut it. That's right. That's right. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you you got to be, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, yeah, a- appropriate uh, garb for, for the film. You're, I don't know. It seems like. Well, uh, you don't want to get Steven, your hair wet. Yeah, it's true. It seems like being a Steven Seagal movie, he'd have just said, fuck it. And I'm, I'm keeping the ponytail. <laughs> Like what right. are they gonna do? Who, my ponytail. Yeah, who's yeah, very, very monotone, very just real simple, easy, no, no, I no mean, inflections. That's how he always is. Yeah. And, and yeah. except for in um above the law, 
when he okay. does his speech that's when yeah what does it take to you know when he's t- trying to fix the guy you guys don't know this but people now that i'm gonna are get thrown down to... this weird like steven seagal rabbit hole okay. and not be able to crawl out for a couple of months because i'm like okay i can end a little bit more of that let's check out the train next i know there's a train coming. oh yeah well yes uh under siege 2 is just as uh, it, well i love it i i'm like it's gonna i am gonna suck this movie's dick for sure <laughs> <laughs> And I would, and I would do the same to Steven Seagal. All right, hey. young, <laughs> young, young Steven Seagal, not like old. You don't want to like the cop jet, Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah. The jet black dyed hair and goatee Steven Seagal. Not, not no. that one. No, no. Uh, so in this film, I mean, we get. Oh wait, how long had it been since you watched it, Mandy? You know what? It's actually been a few years, which is surprising to me. Okay. Um, And when I watched it, I was hoping I would still like it because I loved this movie when I was younger. I would watch it like over and over again, like back to back to back to back. And um, right. I oh yeah, totally. I have some fun. (laughs) I have some fun facts about that later. But um, yeah, I so I I watched it, but then I I, once it was over, I literally started it again. I love this movie so much. It totally held up for me. Everything about it. I thought it was fantastic. All right. Uh, For me, it has been I don't know. It's been well over 20 years, I think, since I've seen this film. Uh, We had this. I don't think we ever had this. one. I don't think this is one that we recorded, but it was on cycle on like when we had cable, like we had prime star satellite dish in my front lawn. Uh, and this one came on the cycle every once in a while. Uh, this movie for me was not a surprise. It's exactly what I expected. It's very cut and dry. I had seen it before, but it's been so long since I've done that. Uh, I forgot nearly every plot point in the movie. Anytime a new person came on screen, I was like, oh my God, this guy's in it too. Like I, yeah. I forgot Tommy Lee Jones was in this movie. <laughs> if I had thought hard enough, I probably would have remembered Gary Busey was in this, but I had no clue. Uh, also just for you people out there watching along with us, if you happen to be, uh, if you use this as an excuse to watch this, this is one of the first movies that we've had, uh, some frontal nudity in, in a while. Uh, yeah, and, we haven't and, done a, in the bachelor party. I think it was the last nudie one we did. Right, right. Yeah. So in case anyone's into that, if you're just waiting for us to let you know, if it's worth watching the movie, there's that you got that for you. We're not going to um, let you just, know who it was. It might've been Steven Seagal. So just, <laughs> Well, I am actually going to let you know, Erica <laughs> Eleniak, um, she is the the actress that plays, um, I don't even, they don't Jordan, even really say it. Jordan, Jordan Tate, Tate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so oh, this you movie. did a little was, research on that, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, was it really this, 89? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's her. She really was the July 89 Playmate um, for Playboy. And just so you know, and I know this is early to get into fun facts. We have other things, but since we've talked about it twice, um, this was a huge VHS rental and the, the, all the video stores had to keep getting new copies because that part was worn out because people were Uh, rewinding it and watching it over (laughs) and over again. (laughs) Uh, I did notice that that's the same Playboy uh, as Home Alone that Kevin found in Buzz's chest when he was going through stuff. What? Oh my gosh, that is so I mean, awesome just... you noticed that. <laughs> yeah, he's not like keeping track or anything, but you know, you know which is ironic because I did have a lot of Playboys back in the day, but I never had that one. So I'm like, is this a real one or is it not? And I did a little research myself and it's a real one. <laughs> nice. Well, you would have been like 11 back then. So I don't know if you would have had, it's or not possible. even, you would have been nine. No. <laughs> you like, you know, 10, nine or 10, but yep. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit too early. Uh, but he's still, yeah, he was uh, going for vintage ones, you know, when he was, when he was 18, oh, sure. he, he was looking, going for back catalog, you know, preferably the seventies, man, you know, there you go. <laughs> he's into the bush. He likes extra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to get your full money's worth, right? 
Wow, we've taken a weird turn. <laughs> he he liked them when the pages pre-stuck together. He didn't want to have. Yeah, old, uh. old, the older the better. All right, let's uh, let's move off of that and onto our first activity. Uh, this has a theme song that goes with it, and let's play it now. Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right, it is time for us to play Chop This Synopsis. This is where I ask uh, the guest and ourselves to take this film and condense it down to 10 words or less. So chop that synopsis down to 10 words, uh, and let's see what we come up with. We've all done it. Does anyone want to take the volunteer spot and go first? I'll go first because mine's Andy. stupid. All right, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Cook saves the day by kicking ass with a playmate. Nice. That's I'll good. Watch, yeah. I'll watch that. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, I've got a couple of them, so I'm going to go now. I'll have you go, and then I'll go again, okay? Yeah. All right, here we go. I have uh, Seagal, Jones, Busey, and a playmate. Get on a boat. Action. (laughs) 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 I'm buying that one. (laughs) Yeah, right, Kyle. I got uh, spit in this guy's soup, and you'll see what happens next. Oh, Oh, I love it. That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah, that's the tagline for sure. I would go watch that movie right now. That's like the John Wick dog dying portion of the movie. Like once he sits in the soup. (laughs) Soup Nazi, the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. And then my other one was uh, a cooking seal and a sexy bunny sink a battleship. Okay. Oh, I literally picture on. a cooking seal, like a seal, yeah, like and a yeah, bunny, yeah, and a and a sexy bunny, yeah. It's just Lola, it's Lola Bunny, and then a, any any cartoon seal, really. not too sexy though. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> not at all. But yeah, I'd watch all of those movies. Nice job, everybody. I, I'll take it. <laughs> all right, so moving um, on. Yeah, let me do some who's who real Heck quick. Yeah. Let's do um, it. So we talked about Steven Seagal. He plays Casey Ryback. Uh, Gary Busey plays Commander Krill. Um, sorry, these are in weird order. Tommy Lee Jones plays William Stanix. Erica Eleniak plays Jordan Tate. And then there's a few other people. Yeah. But I did want to mention um, the, the guy that plays, um, sorry, da- uh, Damien Chapa, who plays Tacman. Okay. Um, he comes from a family of gangsters. Um, if you're if you're having a hard time remembering who Tapman was, he was the guy that did the lawn. He's like, I do laundry. Yep. You know, I'm not cut out for this. And he was the cutest, like boy boyish looking, you know, <laughs> one of them all. Lady boy. Um, I wonder so if his, you were gonna find a cute one anywhere in this movie. I was like, who's uh, the <laughs> Seagal oh, okay. is sexy as hell. Yeah, for Steven sure. Steven Seagal looks like someone's dad to me. Like he's just never been like an action star looking guy. He just seems like, yeah. like he's always chewing on a lemon. <laughs> yeah. His eyes are real squinty and his mouth is real tight. Just yeah, perpetually for sure. disappointed. Like, um, like he, he's he does look like of- my dad then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he seems like he's got like all of the deaths of his ancestors floating around in his head all the time. Like he just feels like yeah. he's, he's in deep thought about the loss of someone forever. Well, hey, you know, above the law, he plays like a, like a native American type yeah. person. So you can totally like use that. Like his ancestors were. Yeah. for sure. Okay. Going back to tack man really quick. Um, so he got his start in the Papa don't preach video. Um, okay. And then but um, he was in line to play James Dean in a biopic and he was like ready to do it. This is going to be one of his like big breaks, but all the producers were killed in a car accident. Like they were all in the same car. Whoa. Oh my God. Yeah. Which I thought was totally crazy. Um, and then also, isn't that he how did James actually, Dean died? Right. He, I don't know. It was he like one of those dead man's the curse of James Dean. <laughs> like 
car or whatever. Um, and then also too, sorry if I'm yelling, I'll try to talk lower. Um, <laughs> he actually did serve three years in the Navy. So I thought it was funny that he was playing the big pussy that was like, I'm mm-hmm. on a college fund. So, um, so there's that Gary Busey also, um, just to kind of give a little background on him. Um, I don't know if you guys, if ever, I'm, most people are familiar with how he's crazy, but, um, back in, <laughs> back in the day, yeah, back in the day, he was a huge advocate for the removal of the mandatory helmet, um, laws. And then in 1988, he got in a huge motorcycle accident, like a terrible one. And he ended up with brain damage and he actually died for a little while. They ended up bringing him back. Um, oh, wow. so I'm that's guessing that's, yeah, I'm guessing that's where a lot of his like crazy ass shit comes that's from. That's when he started so. coming up with Buseyisms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has a huge cult following and he's still in like a ton of movies and things coming out right now. So, and he's so also, when the credits were rolling at the beginning of this thing, I'm like, I knew Steven Seagal's in it, but I'm like, Oh, Gary Busey. Cool. Tommy Lee Jones. Holy shit. Like that was all surprise <laughs> after surprise for me. <laughs> And then when Tommy Lee Jones finally shows up, I'm like, what is this, dude? I like this Tommy Lee Jones, man, with like the punk rock thing going on. He's got like a mullet hair going on. I'm like, this is my dude, man. I need more Tommy Lee Jones movies like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah, he was definitely a, a different character. Usually he plays like a some like cop with a stick up his ass, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, th- I saw his name in the credits. I'm like, okay, well, here's the lieutenant and here's that. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, credits, did you guys go all the way through post credits? No, there is. It's not a scene or anything, but there is just a panel that it shows uh, at the very, very end of the movie that says the U.S. Missouri USS Missouri BB 63 was decommissioned March 31st, 1992 and is now moored at the Bremerton Naval Shipyard awaiting her next call to service. So just in case you ever nice. wondered what happened to the boat, that's. That's what happened. They don't cover that in Under Siege, too. No, I, I guess I don't oh, know. Okay. Honestly, I don't know that I've seen Under Siege too. <laughs> oh, it's so good. His niece is in it, and she's badass. It's it's like the best. Love it. Uh, that's got. Uh, is that Catherine, Catherine Heigl? Se- yeah, Catherine. I almost said Catherine Siegel. <laughs> yeah, Catherine Heigl. <laughs> nice. Did you guys notice during the credits too that like it would show like a couple credits and there'd be like five or ten minutes of movie and then more credits? I'm like, how is there still rolling credits right now? We're like fifteen <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> just trying to get, keep people interested i guess I don't know. uh all right so let's take this as an opportunity then since we're talking about some of these crazy ass characters uh were there any standout performances or any surprises that caught you off guard in this movie tommy lee jones okay all right yeah man like so, i thought he was gonna be the lieutenant i mean i was totally like i love this dude <laughs> nice. mandy upon rewatch was there anybody that stood out for you as a I'm not going to lie, even though she plays, you know, the tits out bimbo for a lot of this, I felt like um, Erica Eleniak played when she's crying, like when he sets her up on the thing and she's crying and she's telling him, you know, I've done stupid things like her. She was really like doing a good job, I think, of like, 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 you know, like that kind of stuff. And I I watched her a lot in Baywatch, so I didn't expect her to be like an actress at all in this. So, yeah, I'm going to throw a clip out at you here. My name is Jordan Tate. I missed July 89. I was hired to jump out of the cake. Sounds like a I ransom video. On the way over here. <laughs> and this guy gave me these pills and I don't know what happened. And I guess I fell asleep. If I had what a nickel. babbling bullshit is this? I am an actress, okay? I did a Hunter episode and a Wet and Wild video. And my agents told me that I was just going to come and jump out of the cake. How many people on that job? <laughs> um, 
I don't know, but it was full. All right. <laughs> so yeah, there's her. Uh, there's her crying through uh, explaining her situation. I thought she, she sounds like okay. me claiming to be an actress. She's like, I was in this. I was an extra in the thing behind four guys, and <laughs> I'm almost there. She's trying, and yeah, I was smart. I turned down the cake thing, so that's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, and how be a problem? You don't like boats, <laughs> and like how, this would so not be something that would ever happen in today's culture either. Like there would not, they would never be able to hire a stripper to come on a boat and do all that kind of like, Oh I, no. Yeah. I was going to ask is, is a stripper popping out of a cake, even a real thing? Like you see it on, it's become a trope in movies, right? Like, but I don't know that I've ever been around anyone who's ever had that happen to them. I don't think that's a real thing you could even get. That should have been our Facebook question. Our show. Have you ever seen someone pop out of a cake? It would take a lot of phone calls. I think to finally round up someone who could jump out of a cake for you. Post pod question tomorrow. The cake. There you thing, go. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do the cake thing. Um, also, uh, or wait, I guess I'll I'll go with my stand up performance. Uh, I mean, my stand up performance, I think, is probably Gary Busey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just full on insanity for the whole damn movie. His weird cross dressing antics, like dude, right? I was like, what is going on now? He seemed so at home in that whole getup, which I mean, more power to him. That's great. Like, <laughs> nice job, way to go. Well, he you said he it, felt, off. it felt pretty good walking around these pantyhose. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it was. You know what's funny is it almost felt like they had to remind the audience that it was still Gary Busey. Like he was so convincing as this crazy lady that was jumping around <laughs> that they had to keep showing him with that weird like scar on his face and they mm -hmm. had to be like we're gonna go upstairs and scare the captain now or whatever like and, and head upstairs but like they, he kept mugging the camera like oh it's me guys get it like you're all wink, in on wink. the joke too yeah so uh, that was fun uh but i absolutely despise the way he says hawaii I know uh, Hawaii. Yeah, like he's yeah. I, so much so that I even looked it up. I was like, "Is this an acceptable pronunciation of Hawaii?" And and it is, I guess. Native Hawaiians. Yeah, but speak. that's like going out to lunch with a friend, and they're like, "Can I have the enchiladas?" Yeah, like, right. Okay, yeah. All right. Oh, okay. I do have to say, my mother-in-law says croissant instead of croissant. <laughs> and, and I do have to say, she was a French major in college. Okay. That was like. 40 years ago. Yeah, that's a little too so fancy for me, I think. She, yeah, she's like, Kate, would you like a croissant? And I'm like, oh, you need a croissant because she doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Croissant. She, I like that. I'm gonna she, I'm gonna utilize she, that. Oh, I do there's two other ones. Hang on. She she also says um culinary instead of culinary and right. ship ship suana instead of ship shawana. Ship Ooh, yeah. That one's rough. Yeah. It, okay, sorry. Oh, and but we still did oh go ahead. Well, and of course, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but my grandfather used to say cellophone instead of cell phone uh, uh, because it's his telephone. And that's just what he was. He, he would call it a cellophone. And it was great. And he also used to call uh, Walmart Walmarket, which was fun, too. Uh, my I, my grandparents is, are from Minnesota and they say cell phone. Cell phone. Uh, nice. oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Here is the uh, here's Busey saying uh, Hawaii wrong. He's cooked up a surprise for your birthday. Oh yeah! Every time it makes my heart hurt. <laughs> oh, we didn't hear anything from Tommy Lee Jones when Kyle said that was his standout. Yes, have let's good pull friends? out some Jones. Here we go. Let this be a learning experience. It's really Jonesing for it. We will kill you and the man next to you. Now move out of here in an order. Oh yeah, that was brutal. Fashion. I was like, wow. Just straight up shooting people. I they did what I always hoped that bad guys would do in a movie, like find out who the bad or like 
who the uh, biggest good guy is or whatever in the mm-hmm. room and just shoot him in the face and then start up work, and work down. Yeah, work your way down from there, man. Yeah, uh, and, and he the- and I, I don't have the uh, his name, but he was actually the st- a stuntman and the person um, in the film that was like the consultant because he was actually active military. Ah, the guy who got um, shot. The yes, look at that. Oh wow! Uh, but uh, Commander Green or whatever. Um, okay. But the weird thing is, is he is a dead ringer for my dad's dad who died when I was like three, but I've only seen pictures. And like when I would watch this when I was little, I was like, "Hey, Grandpa Myers, what's up, dude?" Like that's oh, weird. Wow. That is so weird. <laughs> what uh, a good scene, though, for the uh, like the unveiling of the bad guys and like really well executed for sure. Yeah, I uh, I so watching this movie, I was like totally I, I had never it, it was as if I had never seen it. I did not understand what was happening when Tommy Lee Jones showed up and I was like, OK, he's part of a rock band that's going to be playing on this boat. And yeah. the unveil of that was news to me, too. It was like, holy fuck, everything's breaking loose. It's going to we're mm-hmm. getting right into the mix, too. Um, and then, of course, Steven Seagal trying to pretend to be just a lowly uh, cook on the on the boat was I was like, all right, something's going to happen. I don't know what it is yet. But <laughs> something's about to happen. So. Uh, let me see. Let's go back to Kyle. Some- what did you think of? So this is your first Steven Seagal movie. What did you think of him? Yeah. like in general? Uh, you know, it's pretty much exactly what I expected. I had, you know, I saw him a lot in pop culture. So, you know, I'm very familiar with him and uh if anything, it was a little bit better than I thought. It wasn't quite as campy. And I know maybe they get this is like probably his best one, but uh, I enjoyed the watch. It was pretty fun. Heck yeah. Uh, but what, what would the alternative, man? You said that it was like, what would the alternative be? He goes and cooks omelets for the bad guys, befriends them, and then like escapes <laughs> away with them. Or yeah. I'm there for that too. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, he was like, no. yeah, they made me a cook. So I'm pissed too. Like, let's, let's blow up. So here's your omelet. Yeah. <laughs> So, Kyle, have you never seen the movie Executive Decision no. with Kurt Doug- or Kurt, um, not Kurt Douglas, Jesus, Kurt Russell? Okay, I, I was like, that, this is my favorite part of the podcast, by the way. Mandy trying to remember something. That, oh, shut up! No one knows the um, answer to. That is a fantastic movie, and Steven Seagal is only in it for like the first five minutes, and he is fantastic. So nice. awesome! Yeah, I'll uh, have to. I'll have to do a deep dive now for sure. So if we're talking so much about Seagal, this is where we meet Seagal, and this is his first, like, jokey joke of the movie, which I thought was great. Cuba, what's up? Ryback, where's your wife? Poor boy doesn't have a dress uniform. Now I got the dress, I forgot the pump. Hey! hey. <laughs> then the big Oh boy does it have the whites <laughs> yeah and they called that guy cue ball and it made me feel real weird i was like i don't know well, if i'm on board i felt this. weird until they showed other black sailors going go cue ball go cue ball go and oh then the I was dance like, okay. scene man that was hype <laughs> yeah, oh yeah and then, <laughs> then, they, then they bring it back at the end to tie in a little bow there let me see those yeah, moves a little callback and then um how he makes fun of the i really like how he makes fun of um enzyme taylor or whatever when he's mm-hmm. like well guess we'll just see what we'll see you know that guy <laughs> spot on uh yeah impression uh there here is the uh 50 gallons of booyah base uh clip here by the way i do have 50 gallons of booyah base that i need to prepare by tomorrow my birthday Yes, sir. I could do the cheeseburger routine. No, no, it's not for me. It's the crew. They really love that stuff. So we'll uh, we'll do that. Do you think it's the crew's fault, or does the, the captain really love bouillabaisse, and he just wanted to blame it on them? <laughs> I, I mean, they like probably really like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he I did. He seemed awesome. I love that he was like, you know, let's do it for the crew. It's all about them. And then um, he and he's like, make sure all the watches are taken care of. Like he like had his shit together. He was on board. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> um, while we were talking, while we're talking about it here, and before I forget to do it, we did post again today another Facebook question, and then I will pose the same question to the both of you here in just a second. Uh, but I want to make sure I get most of the responses ready to go here. Uh, the question today was because we're doing under siege, and you ha- if you had to eat a meal with either Gary Busey or Steven Seagal, who would you pick and why? And uh, most of the people are going straight up Busey. We've got uh, Carl mm-hmm. Sobel says Busey. Elena Gonzalez says Busey. Uh, uh, Stacy, listener Stacy says Busey. Or no, it was uh, no. She said much. Steven. Yeah, she said Steven Seagal because she and she'd want uh, steak and um, potatoes because yeah. he seems like a meat and potatoes kind of guy. For sure. Yep. Stacy, uh, I know you're listening to this. You rock, girl. <laughs> uh, Brandon <laughs> says uh, Steven Seagal because I can't stand the shape of Gary Busey's mouth. <laughs> And the way he talks, so that's exciting too. We got that. I think he'll eat me when he's talking. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, And then of course we had uh, Stu said Busey. He's a lunatic, and we'd start off with dinner and end up in a Mexican jail. So that's (laughs) good times. Yep. Uh, Our boy Stu Feltner says Gary all the way for more stories, uh, and uh, he hates the type of or he hates people like Seagull seems to wait. Uh, like that type of person that hates people like Steven Seagal seems to. Uh, Seagal also has no sense of humor at all. All right. We got another. Oh, uh, Will Green just said table for one, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck all of that. There's Adam, the winner right there. Adam House is Busey and Scott is Busey as well. So, yeah, it sounds like everybody's looking for a meal with Busey. But yeah. yeah. Very good. Okay. Now what how about, about you, guys? Kyle? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go with Steven Seagal, you're just going to be like, what? Excuse me? Huh? <laughs> Can you speak up? Yeah, Busey all the way. Okay, yep. yeah. Seagal's going to be like, hey, man, I really like these. Uh, I like the forks that they use. Uh, I would recommend ordering the Booyah base. Um, yeah, his cooking <laughs> ass is going to be telling me, oh, I think ass. there's a little too much salt in this. <laughs> right, Come on. Right. <laughs> uh, also, I did want to point out the fact that the guy who plays Domer, uh-huh. uh, his name is Calm Meany, which is a great name, by the way. Yes. Calm Meany. Uh, he looks exactly like Pierce Morgan, by the way. Uh, so much so that I had to look up whether Pierce Morgan was in this movie. I was. Oh, you're <laughs> crazy! Yeah, I was like, holy shit! Um, but then I do have a clip from him. Uh, uh, Domer is super bad at math, and I love this clip. Twenty-two, twelve, yeah, perfect. It's forty-four feet from the weather deck to the top of the missile canister. Twenty-two, twelve, perfect. That's forty-four feet. There we <laughs> like, go. That is not. 40- <laughs> <laughs> now I realize he probably added the 10 before we got In to his head. Point, but oh, yeah. still, <laughs> I look I was watching that and he goes 22 12 perfect 44 <laughs> why, why are we watching this but he was great I um, he was a nice he was a nice lackey for for what they used him for you know so there were a hundred people killed in this film in case you were counting in real which life. is wow. crazy because yeah right there were i mean the, i didn't see that many crew members killed and there weren't that many people on the chopper so i'm not quite yeah, sure there's like Did 14 you feel- people on the chopper and then all of a sudden there's 100 people then, down yeah <laughs> i totally thought the same thing yeah so and, uh, crazy you, did you guys watch it with closed captions at all i did yes yeah. like every time there's a new character i think we got up to the end by like male 30 says this i'm like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but uh every every so often too it would just be like music continues i'm like yeah okay like i'm sure they get it but every like two minutes music continues i'm like <laughs> yeah. okay they got it man just say something <laughs> if the music stops oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, just make a full-on disclaimer at the beginning. There will be music throughout, unless we yeah, say otherwise. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and we're covered. <laughs> it's like we were watching The Walking Dead last night, and every in between every scene, it just says birds chirping. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> we're, just setting the, we're setting the mood, I guess. I don't know why. But, right. um, okay, so were you guys totally like thrown off by the scene at the end when finally um, Stranix and... Ryback are like, hey, I know you. Yeah, you you look familiar too. And then, yeah. Um, well, okay, this is what they say. It's been a long time. <clears throat> um, or I know you. Yeah, and he's like, it's been a long time. Well, apparently, in the, the final cut refers to a, a scene that was written but not filmed, um, where there was an event five or six years earlier where Ryback's SEAL team were um, briefed by Stranix. And uh, prior to a mission, and then it didn't prove successful because of his faulty intelligence. I'm wondering if that's the thing in Panama that he like got, you know, everybody died. Um, I just assumed so, from watching it without that knowledge, I just assumed they had worked together in the past at some point. So he must have yeah. been some yep. sort of high ranking yep. something. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of worked, even though, but it would have been cool to have that scene in the very beginning where like stuff got fucked up. But then it, you sure. wouldn't have had that shock factor when Tommy Lee Jones shows up and he's like, music is my life. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I loved that Tommy Lee Jones was like faking crazy, but also still crazy. Like he was yes. equally crazy. Yes. A I different have, kind of crazy. Yeah, I have his fake rant that he was doing over the over the phone here with them. You know and I know that chaos and bedlam are consuming the entire world. UV light waves are only the beginning, Tom. We have an inch of topsoil left. <laughs> we have an inch of topsoil, just <laughs> random. Transmitted diseases, deforestation, irreversibly progressive depletion of the global gene pool. It all adds up to oblivion, pal. Governments will fall. Anarchies will reign. It's a brave new world. Bill. That could be a clip from Batman Forever. All right, <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking of, of Men in Black. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yes. you're right, Two-Face. Yep, for yep. sure. Um, all right. Oh, and then we did get, uh, so we had that as, uh, him fake crazy. And I assume this is him real crazy, uh, in the movie. All of my life. Saturday morning cartoons. I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> For example, I don't know if this is a real thing. Those two little shrimp coming it in, is. riding in on those two little it's Muppets. Little hats, little chaps, uh -huh. shooting back over their shoulders. Rescue that lobster from the Swedish cook. All right. Yeah, that was just insane. Okay, he's committed. This is a committed dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite the performance there, Tommy. Yeah, I like it. I did like to a lot of movies where there's like um, there's some sort of like symbolism of like the end of danger and then they keep moving forward. I'm like, OK, this movie could have ended a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And mm -hmm. for this, when they blow up the sub, you know, and like the nukes obviously are now in the bottom of the ocean. But Tommy Lee Jones like uh, is like going to kill Honolulu. Like, I actually feel like that works. Like it wasn't like, OK, this movie should be over because he's still there. You know, he still has these live, you know, this live ammo or whatever. What do you guys mm -hmm. think? I, don't, I was I was very surprised that uh, the movie did keep going. I was like, all right, we've neutralized the main threat. And then I was like, oh, fuck, he's still crazy. Like he didn't just stop, <laughs> he didn't stop being crazy and he still has a battleship. So. I guess we're uh, we're kind of fucked now, but uh, yeah. So I, I agree. It was, that it was, was abrupt too. Yeah, 
for sure. It did. It led up to a lot of uh, fanfare, and then it was just like, okay, we win. Like, yeah. just punching some stuff. I thought Tommy Lee Jones's death in this movie, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> was uh, absolutely insane and totally on target for the rest of this movie. Yeah, just stabs him right in the top of the head with a knife. Oh, throws. after he pokes him in the eye with yeah. his yeah, thumb gouges and, his eye out, <laughs> and like all that stuff is like dripping down his yeah. cheek. That yep. is so fucked. Like, yeah, yeah he was probably better off. He's like, please jam that into the top of my head so I don't have to handle this in real life. Yeah, Kyle, do you I, wish that you had watched this as a younger man? Dude, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, it, it would have been uh, probably a yearly watch that way. But, you know, I'm glad to save some of those movies for later in my life to be like, OK, there's still some gems out there that I haven't, you know, already watched a hundred times or whatever. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, as we far thought, as because I thought you guys were going to hate this, but with this conversation seems to be going in a semi entertained direction, which sure. is very surprising to me. I mean, we're not sucking its dick, but we're maybe doing like, a little <laughs> stuff, you know, we're right, just feeling yeah, around a little bit and yeah, some heavy petting <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate it. Like, that's the thing that that took me off guard the most. I was like, I was very much expecting to come into this with a uh, certain level of uh, hate and sadness for this, but. I was I was pretty stoked about uh, the process. It was tough coming up with uh, quotes, though. I was like, "Where are the quotable moments in this movie?" And uh, I mean, I, I we didn't play the highest ranking officer bit, did we? No, not no. yet. We talked about it. Yeah, this is the reveal when Tommy decides to let everyone know that he's a badass here. Who is the highest ranking officer in this room now? Who is the highest ranking officer in this room? All right, sir, stand up. <laughs> All right. Hey, Grandpa. Yeah. That's right. The operations officer, third in command. It's a pleasure to meet you, Commander Green. Uh oh. And chaos ensues. Here we go. It's chaos, but it's very organized. Like you're, yep. you respect him for the amount of like, you know, detail. And then, of course, fucking Gary Busey fucks it up by forgetting about locking the cook in the meat locker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why they? Yeah, I don't understand why they did that anyway. Like, if he knew this was all about to go down, why didn't he just have someone stick around down there and just shoot him when he was like, right. if, if he was non-compliant What's to begin the fun with? Fun in that, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Although the same could be said for why didn't Tommy Lee Jones just shoot? Steven Seagal in the face when he caught him down there in the uh, radar room anyway or whatever instead yep. of explaining his entire plan but you know because that sweet ass knife fight scene where they're all like clean 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 you know like that with like sword effects going on and I'm then like, <laughs> the Foley artist was for this movie pissed me off a lot of times because I'm like dude they are just fucking it up right now and they got full on swashbuckling sword effects going on with these little pocket knives <laughs> And then the several close-ups of just a slice, like a little tiny cut on like a yeah. chest or an arm or whatever. I was like, ooh, we're getting serious now. Um, I do have, I mean, this is basically going to be one of the last clips that I've got, but it is Jordan taking a phone call, which I thought was pretty badass too. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, here she goes. Hello? Who in the hell is this? Who in the hell is this? <laughs> this is Admiral Bates. Speaking. You called me. <laughs> trying to get a hold of Chief Ryback. Is he about? Is, it a is he I about? Take a message. <laughs> what the hell is going on there? I love it. It's like, is your daddy there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. But, is all right. he about? Um, yeah. So, how much do are we good on time for a couple more fun facts or no? 
Yeah, we still got about three minutes left to the end of the first half here. So okay, throw them in. Um, so Steven Seagal claimed in an interview that the uh, the character of Jordan wasn't originally in the script, but he suggested putting a stripper on as like to add humor and just to okay. add like an extra. Because I mean, if you think about it, the things that he, the way that he is, he's so serious. If he hadn't had her to be like and explain the gun stuff and just i mean he actually made his character a lot more likable in my opinion because sure, he yeah. wasn't like all like drooly over her and he you know and he, he had still those one-liners get the girl at the end though which i thought was real dumb but <laughs> i was very off put by the way gary Busey was handling her as they brought her down just hands all over her bare back and arms and everything and i'm like i don't know if it's uh like a it's even more amplified because of like covid stuff for me but i'm just like you gotta <laughs> Just back up, like take a few steps back, bro, because she is not here for you, and she seemed very upset already. So I don't know; it was very. Weird. It would be a weird gig being that girl, man. Even <laughs> even not the cake, but just coming in and all the dudes are all there hooting and hollering. I'm like, man, that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, right. Even just being the actress in this movie, even like like yeah. not even yep. the, in the scenario that she was in a. a boat but like the fact that the the human person gary Busey, has to like lead you across yes. a room of weird dudes right was, was probably <laughs> they real... probably didn't even tell him to be handsy gary Busey's just weird yep. in general so he was just like oh. yeah yep um <laughs> and then also too um i wanted to mention that one of the biggest problems in production that they faced was that they were actually they obviously weren't in the middle of the pacific ocean they were parked so there were like city lights and stuff for the nighttime so they ended up making this like giant um, hundred foot long barge with 60 foot tall, tall framework, um, where they put like this black sheet to make it look so they could block out all of the city lights and everything. Oh, and I wow. thought like, that's kind of interesting, you yeah. know, cause you don't think about that when you're watching it between the sub and the ship and how dark it is. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, look at that movie magic. Yeah. I know. Um, and too, just so you know, she did have a boob job. I don't know if you guys were questioning it because I felt for 1992, her boobs looked surprisingly like real. Like I, I, I'm one yeah. of those people that rewound it, but I was looking for scars. I wasn't looking for. <laughs> They're pretty firm. There looked like I was like, yeah, it's questionable. Yeah. But she's very slim, and her boobs aren't that big. They just look big compared to how tiny she is, because she's only a 34D. So mm -hmm. that's not very big boobs, but that's a very tiny person. Sure. And yeah. so I, I, but I was just like, I mean, it was amazing. I, you guys, All it's right. so funny how uncomfortable you guys are with yeah. this. Well, speaking of that, we have to go right now. So we will be, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. He's got okay, July 89 right there. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking at the articles, guys. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. It's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. And we're back. All right. Go make sure you listen to Stu's podcast, that ad you just heard for the Elemental Podcast. He rep, uh, he uh, supports us, so we support him. So please go uh, make sure you listen to Stu's podcast if you're not already. And we are back after our little break. And let's uh, let's begin with um, let's let's start right into the games. You guys ready for some games? Let's sure. do it. 
Let's do it. All right. First game we're going to do is. Let's play Guess the Age. Boom. All right. It's time for Guess the Age. Mandy, take it away. Oh, we're doing it in a little different order. Oh, Normally shit. we do yeah, box we, office. Yeah, let's do that. Let's back up. Back up. <laughs> Box office theme song. <laughs> All right, let's play box office theme song. Of course, Mandy, take it away. All right, Kyle, how much do you think that this movie? What the, was the budget for this movie back in 1992? Oh God, um, I'm bad at this. And the, yeah, but you actually have like some movie experience, so you have yeah. some knowledge. Um, yeah, that Hugh 15? Jackman money. <laughs> there you go. Twenty fifteen. <laughs> All right, we'll take okay. that. Uh, so, yeah, what do you think? Kyle has a span from fifteen to twenty million. Um, or I'm sorry, I shouldn't have uh, assumed. Was that million? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, like fifteen or twenty bucks. I don't know. We'll make it work. Um, Why be billion? No, <laughs> <laughs> billions. Yeah. Would it could be? You <laughs> <laughs> did the Doctor Evil. Yeah. yeah. Right. If anyone, if anyone gets to see this two years from now when I post it on the <laughs> YouTube channel, um that'll translate better but uh i will say that this movie was i don't know it's got to be ridiculous i would i'll say like 40 million dollars in 92 it was 35 million hey, so yeah all right. yeah good. 35 million all right but kyle how much do you think that this movie has made worldwide gross i know this was a big one right so, so uh i remember so, i remember it pretty well from back in the pop culture i'm gonna say 80 million okay matt Does that make sense no i don't think so because they made <laughs> no a sequel. But, yeah we usually say like you double you make a sequel that's yeah, like how many our... sequels did they make of this was there just more one. than two yeah oh, no okay. just just the one i dark think it was territory. one and two under siege two dark territory it had its own little tagline with it um, it was super good i will say that this movie in all made just because of like the yeah i don't know it was like a super huge rental movie and i think that equates into some of the money mm -hmm. it's made too uh so i'm gonna say this one was like a hundred million dollars or something stupid 156 million dollars holy wow. shit <laughs> yeah this movie this movie was so successful that they actually pushed back the um the coming out of die hard three i think oh wow. yeah die, or die oh, hard wow. two one of the die hards yeah that's pretty good when you um, can affect a, a diehard film. Yeah. Right. So this was only number 15 in the US that year, though. Oh, wow. Um, number one, which was surprising to me, was Batman Returns. And is that the one with Tommy Lee? That's not the one with Tommy Lee Jones being two faced, right? No, that was uh, the second one with the penguin and catwoman. Yeah, uh, okay. Some Halle And Mary. then yeah, and then um number two was Home Alone Two. Number three was Lethal Weapon Three. Love that movie. Number four was Sister Act, which is kind of fun. Huh, um, oh, number five was Aladdin, which just shows how old this movie was. Holy right. shit. Number six was Wayne's World. Number yeah. seven was Basic Instinct, Badgetastic. Uh, <laughs> number eight. Void. <laughs> Doo -doo. <laughs> uh, that's the Coolio sequel to Fantastic Voyage. Um, a League of Their Own was number eight. The body, <laughs> the bodyguard, which we need to do because that was a huge one for me, yeah. was number nine. And the hand that rocks the cradle was number ten. Oh wow, huh, that's a pretty so, good list. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. I didn't think. I mean, most of those I would have pictured would have been on here. Sure, sure. All right, now let's move along uh, to the game that I thought we were going to play. <laughs> and we'll hit that theme song as well. We'll do it again. We'll do it live. Here it is. 
Let's play guess the age. Double theme. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this Andy, is a pretty small. This was a small cast of people that we gave a shit about. So there's only four. <laughs> um, all right. We'll start with, let's see here. Kyle, how old do you think Erica Eleniak was? Oh, or 20... I'm sorry. Eleniak. Seven. 27. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with 24. She was 23. Oh, oh wow. That is that 27-year-old boobs, even with Emily. <laughs> I think I just got to, because I remember her from back in my childhood. I'm like, she, I don't know. She can't be that young, but right. yeah, I guess I'm just old as shit. <laughs> remember so, her from, yeah. uh, from Bay- Baywatch days? Yeah. I do. I yep. do. Sure. We every day uh, Baywatch came on at noon, and then Young and the Restless came on at twelve thirty. So we we would like watch Baywatch for half an hour, then we'd turn it to Young and the Restless, and we'd switch back, you know, back and forth during commercials. <laughs> and if they both had commercials, we were like, "Fuck! Like this is the worst." <laughs> You're not using my time well. <laughs> yeah, seriously, you guys need to coordinate this shit. All right. Um, uh, okay uh kyle how old do you think tommy lee jones was when he was in this movie i feel like he just never ages he's right. always the same age forever um his face is been... so leathery like oh well, yeah looks, man I, he looks like a western cowboy like that would have been in like the 1800s like mm-hmm. that's just what they would have looked like at like 20 like yeah. that's what he, he looks no, like he looks names, life. but he looks like my old gym teacher hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nice. He was forty-one. Oh my god! I I assume he was like fifty-two. No, he looks old though, man. Yeah, he looks like the underside of that guy's saddle that Mandy was explaining. <laughs> he was forty-six. Hey, okay, not, not bad, not bad. Yeah. I mean, and he his the puffiness under his eyes. Like, I just want to be like, I want to pop it. Like, I feel like if you poked it, <laughs> I feel like if you poked it, like. Stuff would squirt out. Maybe that's what that was when he poked him in the eye. That's all that. (laughs) (laughs) He he released all of the uh, under package there. (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, How old do you think that Gary Busey was when this movie came out in 1992? Of course, as we know, uh, insanity does not age you, right? Yeah. No, but a a brain damage and dying and a motorcycle accident with no helmet will. He was comparable to Jones, man. He had to have been, I'm going to say, 43. Okay, Matt. I, I will say 37. He was 48. Whoa. What? He's older <laughs> than Tommy Lee Jones? Which just makes you realize how old Tommy Lee Jones looks. Yeah, that is wow. insanity. All right. And now that we have covered him, I'm going to look at him right now. Uh, Gary Busey is 77 years old right now. Yeah, I almost wow. did like the whole how old are they now? Because yeah. I feel like that would have made us feel like, but it's Holy better with kids cow. usually. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Tommy Lee Jones, like think about the fact that he was 46 in 1992. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And he's, yeah. And they're also living, like there were a few people that died right. that, um, had, that had passed away, like the people that you would have thought, but. There wasn't anybody where I was like, oh, so-and-so, you know, died in a bank robbery. And that, that's interesting, you know, now. Yeah, no. Wow. Um, okay. Now, last uh, big guns here. Steven Seagal, how old do you think he was when he was in this movie, Kyle? He was 39 years old. Okay. Matt? <laughs> um, I will say he just, he always seems like he's got a weird puffy face. 
to me, and yeah. he just makes him look a little older than I think he should be. Uh, I'm going to say he was 45. He was 40. Okay. Oh, Which, but you, if you think about it, you know, his um, Erica Eleniak or Eleniak or whatever her name is, but she Jordan, was only 23. Jordan Tate. Jordan Tate yeah. Come yeah. On. <laughs> so Casey Ryback was 40 and Jordan Tate was 23. That's super gross. Hey, love has no age. That's true. And he, <laughs> and he just, he had to put those moves on that he, that you all asked for. Well, then he yeah. drops a bomb on her. He goes, well, I'm also a musician. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, speaking of, we didn't mention the band, like the band that was actually playing down on the boat. Loved mm-hmm. it. Did you guys it, like totally love it? The band was pretty. It was pretty eighties, awesome. Even though it was nineties, I'm like, we're we're at the tail end of the eighties vibe here in the early nineties. That's really, how I felt about Jordan Tate's haircut too. Like yeah, I'm like, okay, totally. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't mind a, a short. Fan. I don't mind a short haircut on a lady. I don't. Yeah, I don't but that it. one was just kind of didn't suit her frame sure. well, her face. You know? I love I the know. fact that when she put that hat on backwards and she pulled that little tuft of hair through the, yes. the hat, I was yeah. like, are you just trying to be? Well, like that stylish <laughs> during during the siege that's during the 90s that's what we did you know yeah. you had bangs you had and then every time she'd take it off she'd like fluff them fluff, up so yeah. she didn't have hat head <laughs> uh, <laughs> because yeah, we, even though she's about to die she's very worried about how she looks for steven seagal because he's a hottie for sure uh yeah we had the bail jumpers um i thought that uh, i was pretty disappointed that they had like a lead singer though that wasn't tommy lee jones Right. Mm-hmm. I thought even the voice they used as the lead singer probably could have suited Tommy Lee Jones if they had just faked it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. that's that's what I was hoping for. I was like, why yeah, is he, he here? <laughs> he just played the harmonica. He didn't do anything else. Yeah. He's he, like a carnival he, barker. Yeah. Yep. Just wears flashy <laughs> clothes and then shoots somebody in the face during the show. I mean, that's what he's here for. <laughs> I want him to DJ my wedding. I mean, <laughs> he's got a good vibe. Up the, well, you know, that was the part where uh, he's, he's doing the introductions. I'm like, okay, Tommy Lee Jones is my ringleader. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing, too, is like he meets all these like all these sailors and he obviously is very jovial with them and he is, you know, trying to make them laugh. And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking like you have no problem just killing these people after <laughs> Like all that. It's just crazy. Right. Yeah. Literally. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I thought that this clip was worth pulling only for the fact that it sounds like a six year old is the guy who wrote this uh, line for the newscaster to say uh, it's right at the very beginning of the movie. And they're talking about the boat and how it's like being shipped. It's they showed like they showed Bush, uh, George Bush on the on the dock and then the, the kind of the montage of boat stuff. But the newscaster says this. Tomorrow, the battleship embarks for San Francisco for her final voyage. Her awesome weaponry will be removed and dismantled. <laughs> I, just, never- I just thought when he was like, her awesome weaponry will be... I was, why would you call it awesome weaponry? Yeah, that does not fit in there. So fun to me. I, that was, <laughs> Maybe it was you were in awe when you saw I, it. You I'm know? sure that's what they meant, but it just seemed like a little kid being like, dude, this boat... These bodacious <laughs> tomahawks are... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> super wicked sweet <laughs> do you think that when that guns go off like that that they would like blow you back i'm guessing that you know when Tommy Lee jones gets it flips that, that was pretty over. extreme That's what happens <laughs> anytime they shoot one of those cannons it, the whole boat flips and then everyone has to <laughs> and, and then, then he's just out there in like full Tommy lee jones mode <laughs> 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 i did like all the Jimi hendrix references they play voodoo child and then he pretends yeah. to do the um national anthem yeah, yeah i thought that was pretty cool 
which totally fits in with his like semi hippie vibe. Sure. Yeah. Um, I also have this one. I want to say this is probably the last clip I've got, except for the final one here. Um, but this is where they talk about uh, extreme psychopath. I don't know if you know what this clip is. That's just what I titled it. We'll find out. He is an extreme. I'm telling him about. Yeah. Yeah. He hates officers. <laughs> he hates America. This is the captain's birthday. I do not want him ruining it. No one is to speak to him. No one is to let him out. If he tries to escape, shoot him right here. Perfect. All right. So that guy that plays Private Nash, actually, like nine people in this movie, like including extras and stuff, ended up being in The Fugitive, which is the same director. Okay. Oh, wow. um, and it was later that year that this was filmed. <clears throat> and Harrison Ford, actually, after seeing this movie, decided to do um, The Fugitive. But uh, Private Nash, the guard, that the stupid guard with the... Yeah shitty accent and nobody like, no i'm not, I'm not supposed you. to talk to you i'm not supposed to talk to you i'm gonna keep those, doing it but those are party poppers yeah he's so stupid he's like you, steven Seagal just he's like you got shit for brains pirate you know i was a pirate too much boats. private yeah um, you should have pulled so, that clip the potty popper potty party popper clip yeah. <laughs> um so anyways but he plays newman who's like in the fugitive he is like the pn i know right mm-hmm. um but, but Tommy Lee jones was in the fugitive there were a lot of people from this movie that were in that so yeah. it's kind of fun it's like the fugitive prequel almost i would not have given Tommy Lee jones a job based on his performance in this movie <laughs> i'd have just been like really? no, that is dude it, come on insanity. really but I don't, maybe i don't know Maybe I'm, I'm going to give him, him a fucking award for his performance there in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, let's move along to the next game. That also has a theme song, and the theme song goes like this. Ooh, that sound. Coming in hot. Holy shit. Did you hear that sound? Ooh, that sound. The sound that just played you. All right, it's time to play. What's that say? Yeah, right. You're ready for the solo. Stranix would have liked that. That's true. (laughs) All right. uh, This game uh, is where I take a sound from the film. I'm going to play it out loud for the both of you. Uh, Kyle, you're going to get first swing at it. You need to tell me what's happening on screen while this sound is playing. Um, It'd be so funny if I corresponded it with what's playing in the background of your, because we can see the movie playing right now in the background. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Going to get you a lawsuit on YouTube if you try to post it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's all right. If they're coming for me, they were going to come for us a long time ago. All right. Uh, here we go. First sound sounds like this. Oh, my God. All right. I can play it again if you need it. All right. All right. Here we go. That's uh, him spitting in the soup, right? That is, yeah. Yes. Okay. That was like the, the very first thing you said. <laughs> in the booyah yeah. base, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do this one is going to be, so I've got one that's like super, super hard, and I'll wait until the end. So I've got three total. So here's the second one. That's right. uh, July 89 trying to get out of the locker. <laughs> that is, that is correct. Jordan stuck in a locker. Yes. All right. Now this one. That's funny because I bet that as an actress, like she either gets called Miss July '89 or Jordan Tate. Like no one ever calls her by her real name. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Then this is the final one. This is going to be the toughie. So listen in real close on this one. I don't know if this is even gettable. It's just okay. Here we go. 
I know what it is. Do you really? Ooh, Mandy. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Well, let's give it to Kyle one more time. Here. Yeah, try Kyle. Oh, God. I, don't, I mean, first time watching, man. I don't I don't have the, uh, the yeah. reserves to dig into. Sure, sure. I have literally seen this movie probably 250 times. Like, it's not your fault. It sounds like me running to the refrigerator at 3 a.m. to get a snack <laughs> out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Kyle's up again. <laughs> Go back to bed. You don't need the chocolate cake. Yeah. All right, Mandy. No, I'm gonna have to throw it to Mandy. Take it away. It's when Tommy Lee Jones um taps on the microphone when he's oh! talking to the yeah. Yes, yeah. I do have to say though, I hate that scene specifically, not for Tommy Lee Jones. I think he's great. I hate Gary Busey and um calm meanie or whatever his name is i hate their reactions to him it's so it's such bad acting with how they're like fake laughing at what he's saying i hate that part yeah yeah all right but that's the last one so every that they all got got nice job everybody very good all three of those and then of course we do have our newest game uh and it is that has a theme song as well and that theme song goes like this first matt plays a backwards clip then he plays some forward clips then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much to listener Stacy for providing that theme song. And today we are going to play backward forward with Kyle. Kyle, uh, what it is, I don't know if you've heard enough of this to know what the hell we're about to do to you, but we're going to take a clip that's backwards and I'm going to play it out loud for you a couple of times. And then I'm going to okay. play a series of clips forward, and you need to tell me which one of that series of clips is the backwards. Oh, please tell me this is Steven Seagal talking about guns. It is it's <laughs> definitely Steven Seagal, but we'll see how uh, see how it goes here. We so first, this. I'm going to play several times just the backward phrase, okay? Okay. I want to make sure I've got it cranked up enough to get it heard. All right, here we go. All right, so that's the backwards phrase. It's Oh, my God, that's so hard. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so that's just the backwards part. Now I'll play the whole series in a row. So it's going to be the backward phrase and then four forward phrases. You tell me which one's what. Here we go. Understand what's going to happen. Kill both of us. You hate being dead. Is the safest place. All right. What do you think? Is it one, two, three, or four? I can play him again. No, I think it's number three. Okay. And I, I agree with Kyle. Damn number it. Three. It is. We get, yeah. You guys are getting too good at these. Uh, <laughs> I picked the longest span of him talking uh, <laughs> it, that I could find at the moment. And I, it was him talking to her about like after he pulled her out of the locker and like sat her up on the table. And yeah, she, yeah this was his little like, uh, yeah, speech in that. So, but uh, yeah, it is hate being dead or whatever it is, uh, was the phrase uh, number three. So yeah, nice job. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it gets it totally gets stuck in your head. Oh my god, I had a I didn't think that Kyle I didn't think you were playing it. I thought Kyle was saying it and I was like, that is fucking amazing. Good yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a stupid, stupid game I've made. Oh, it's so fun. And I guarantee the people that are listening also feel that way because they're they listen to it real hard and then they yeah. guess too. Yeah, yeah. So, that one was super hard.
word though is very short and yes. he has yep. no like inflection in his voice and a lot of times the way that i do it is i pull it so that like there's background noise that you can also sort of help like it might yeah. help somebody get it but this one was just so short and simple it was just yeah we'll see how it goes but nice job both of you yeah, yeah. that is the end of the games, the games. portion of the uh well the show. let's talk about favorite parts did you have a part where you were like yeah or like you know just a part that you really enjoyed or a part that you hated what was like your least favorite part the part that you thought like made the movie just dumb as hell i thought the uh, gary Busey cross-dressing scene was all of the what you just said combined into one <laughs> nice my favorite scene my worst scene yeah, like, yeah, was, <laughs> everything i didn't want everything i needed to see it was all right there and i love how long he kept the dress on for too like it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right after you kill you're, the cap you're gonna kill the cap in your gown there that's pretty you know pretty right? bold yeah. you know, pun intended <laughs> he's like do i look like i need a psychological evaluation <laughs> and tommy lee's like tommy lee jones i was a tommy lee tommy lee jones is like not at all no yeah not at all. uh no. for me I, I already mentioned it before but the greatest moment in this movie is when he kills tommy lee jones and throws him into the radar thing yeah uh, and then he right. just takes that thing out of his pocket like yeah like that was my whole like it's like setting up an, another shot in pool like yeah. i'm gonna shoot this shot and then i'm gonna take this shot Good analogy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Although like, he did just tell him every. He's like, "All right, these are the codes you're gonna need, and I'm gonna put them right here." And then he, yeah. he's like, "Come at me, bro!" But yeah, that is a very, a very Austin Powers like long explanation. We're like, why don't you just kill us? Why are you talking to yeah, us? I mean, dude, I thought us? that when I'm watching him, like I'm getting some like parody vibes from Austin Powers that I can place <laughs> in this movie, like real heavy right now. Yeah, we need Seth Green to be like, just stop. Why, why don't you just shoot him, just shoot him in the face? He should have made a cameo. He would have done we'll, like, we'll do it together. Years old. We'll do it together. <laughs> I'll go up to my room. I'll get a gun. We'll come, come down. We'll do it together. Nice. <laughs> uh, Mandy, what, what, what's your best slash worst part of this movie? Okay, well, I already said I, I hate the scene with Gary Busey and... Uh, the other dude Dahmer oh, yeah, uh, when they're yeah. they're fake laughing I think that part makes it stupid I thought that um, too I really did I'm like yeah this is this is weird yeah who are they putting on this performance for <laughs> I almost thought like am I missing something like what's so funny like he's just laughing his ass off mm-hmm. I think as a kid I really enjoyed when he makes the bomb before he goes on the sub like I, I like the montage of him like because you don't know what he's doing and you're kind of like oh like what's happening and i I thought that was pretty badass you know i love Um, that stuff i love the macgyver portion of any action film like when you Mm -hmm. they have to improvise something to make it work because that's the sort of dumb shit that i feel like i would be focusing on if i were in this situation and then someone would just walk into the room and shoot me in the face like i would never (laughs) but i'd be like oh wait I'd be in I'd still be in the planning phase of the whole time. I'd be like, wait, if we take this canister and we empty it out, we could put that in the microwave and then and then someone would just shoot me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love when they do that in a in a good action film. They like they pull together what little resources they have and then out comes like the savior of the whole story. Yeah. As far as like humor, I do think that the guy that plays Tacman, which by the way, until I watched it in with I always thought his name was Pac-Man nice Mm. um until i watched it with subtitles but i i love how he's like oh i'll just stay here with miss july and then she's like uh i'm going and then he's like how do i load this gun and she just does it with her long ass fingernails you know like her her press on nails she just shoves it in there yeah she went from a helpless dame to badass real quick yes she did yes and then of well, course, and she it, saves the day at the end too after he got yeah. hooked by a weird ass grappling hook which was again so ridiculous very yeah I stupid 
But I do have to say too that I do think that like the whole damsel in distress is like an act. Like, and she because she does it when she's captured too. She's like, I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But she's been yeah. in uh, what's the I forget the damn movie she was in, and then Wet and Wild or whatever. So she's got some acting chops. Was yeah. she the girl that played Ellie May in the Beverly Hillbilly yes! reboot? She is. I yes. thought so. Okay. Yes, yep. and she does a fantastic job at that too. Like I'm I, normally not like a bimbo fan, but I think <laughs> yeah, she, I, I do think that she has not gotten enough acting roles for herself in that was, like in that was a good movie general yeah yeah uh she yeah was, it was we should do that one i love it when she says happiness is hard to find and she's talking about happiness <laughs> nice. oh happiness <laughs> <laughs> oh jim varney rips that's yeah, leah right. thompson too for nice. her, uh what's her face from back to the future yeah right yeah leah thompson yeah uh uh, this shows that uh, Erica Oleniak was also her first debut role was a small bit part in E.T. the Extraterrestrial too, which I, I know she's known as Pretty Girl, the Pretty Girl. Nice. She was in Chasers in '94, which apparently was another Navy movie. I guess she's surrounded by what looks to be naval officers. So yeah, that's, a, por- that's, that's a porno. <laughs> she, got, she got some work. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she's surrounded by naval officers. Pretty Girl the Seaman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and I got to write that down for later. Uh, she also spits in. The, she also spits in the soup, but it's a little different. Oh, <laughs> it's all about that booyah base. Uh, she was in Absolute Zero in 2006. I'm just trying to come up with anything that was more recent than that that we might have seen her. Well, in. yeah, she's been in stuff, but I don't think anybody's heard of it. She's yeah. been in like a lot of Lifetime movies. Sure. Yeah. There's a thing called Changing Hands in 2010. Did you notice that um, the guy that plays Ramirez was in Breaking Bad and um, the Call Saul or whatever? Because oh, wow. you you watch those, right? Yeah. But I yeah I haven't seen uh, it in so long. But yeah, I don't even know who we were talking. Oh, that guy. Yes. Ramirez, the one that's like, hey, Casey, you okay? Yeah. Who does yeah. he play in Breaking Bad? I have no idea because I didn't uh, watch it. I think he plays Tuco. Oh, or, really? Or one of his buddies. No, anyway. I was thinking he was one of the dudes in the suits. Yeah, but uh, uh, okay, see. that's a, yeah, crazy. Oh, no, no, no. No, he's the uh, other cop. He's the other good guy. Uh, he's oh. best known for his starring role as Detective Julio Sanchez in the series The Closer and the spinoff Major Crimes, as well as a recurring role as the, oh, no, it was the drug lord Tuco. Yeah, he was. Oh, okay, was right. wow. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. I, um, I don't watch Breaking Bad because I can't watch something where nothing good ever happens. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get you. So it was pretty compelling, though. I don't watch a lot of series like in its entirety, but that one, that one got me. Did you? Yeah. I, we got on board with it late. It was already a couple of uh, seasons in, and we were like, you know what? Let's get on board and watch. Same it after here. So, yeah. This is this Same is the here. segment that we've started now in the where we're like, what are you watching now? Yeah, what would you suggest? In hey, that's a yeah. good segment, man. Everyone's looking for uh, recommendations all the time. Why not throw them out here? Yeah. Sure. What are you watching? What are you What are you doing with your time? Pretty much just uh, listening to another episode podcast. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> little pluggy plug. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go back to the no, beginning. I, I, I start it over again. Well, yeah, listen yeah, to exactly. all of them from the front. Yeah, right, right. All right. But, well, uh, no, it's going to be the Steven Seagal wormhole, man. Seriously, I'm going to probably watch Under Siege two here down the road and very see good. what happens there. We've ruined your weekend with. Yeah, with thanks, Steve. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting alone in my living room with Steven Seagal. 
Um, I can think of worse things sitting in my living room with Steven Seagal from the 90s. I can tell you that. (laughs) Um, All right. So here's. I do not have Jordan Tate boobs, so so he might be disappointed. (laughs) Uh, Here's the real question, Kyle. We always ask everybody at the end of this nonsense would you watch this movie again? You know, last night I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, I probably wouldn't watch that again. But today. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll probably watch it again. All right, all right. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, definitely an upvote here. For sure. I do think sometimes after hearing the fun facts, which not on this particular film, but some other films, I think people are like, our guests are like, man, now I want to watch it again because I now that I know that that happened. Just, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. So, Mandy, I'm guessing it's a solid yes for you, but would you watch this movie again? <sighs> yeah, eventually. Okay. Now I want to watch the second one, though. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, for me, it was it was not uh, a terrible experience to watch, but I just can't imagine getting any more from it. So I probably won't ever watch this movie again if it were up to me. It's not going to be in the rotation, but if it's on in the room, you know, I'll watch it again. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, yeah I would very much like to see the uh, the second one now uh, for sure. So we'll we'll see if that happens down the road. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, I guess that's the end of stuff. Was there anything about this movie that we didn't mention that you thought we should, Kyle? I think we covered it pretty thoroughly. I think so. I think we, we did. did. Uh, and then I guess this is a point for uh, plugs. What's going on? What's where do you want people to point toward? Uh, give us some social media stuff. Anything you got going on? Oh, uh, yeah. You can uh, if you're uh, into the singing vibe, I do karaoke every Thursday night at Joe's Pizza and Sports Bar in Plainwell. Uh, also, we got Del- yeah, yeah. We also have a Delton Idol coming up, which is a two day karaoke contest right here in Delton. Uh, I think. Not, I don't have the numbers exactly, but we're probably gonna give away a thousand dollars for first place this year. So, Hell holy yeah, shit, yeah, that is amazing. We're on track to, to do better than last year. So, just yeah. so you guys yeah. know, like any of our fans, um, we all went to Delton High School, so like that's a kind of a big deal for us. That's our hometown, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go Delton Idol. Yeah, so that's for the Founders Day weekend they do here in town. And then uh, if anyone else is looking to get married and they need a good wedding DJ, you can always check out UpbeatSoundAndParty.com or on Facebook or social media is that way and uh, get a hold of me there. Perfect, man. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I recommend Kyle's great. He does a great job with the karaoke stuff. So if you're in the area when those shows happen, man, go out there and check them out. I'll probably be floating around that area, too. We'll, hey, we'll thanks, swing man. by. And I'm going to be doing uh, some ads for you, I think, too. We're going to. I'll I'll throw you together Matt's sweet voice up here. Yeah. And yeah, if you're between uh, singers. in sponsorship, get a hold of me. You know, we uh, still have opportunities for a little bit. I'm not sure how fast you guys are popping out the episodes these days, but uh but sure. yeah, definitely a possibility. Hell yeah, man. All right. And then Mandy, what do you got going on in the world that you want to point people toward? I want to point people towards Kyle. If you're getting married and you're in the area, yeah, you should definitely <laughs> use him. He's an amazing DJ, he's amazing karaoke. He has such a great personality. He's so funny. And honestly, once you meet him, you'll probably be friends with him for life. Yeah. So you're, Aww, you're welcome. You too sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, then this is where I get to be selfish and plug stuff for myself. <laughs> Uh, hey, if you want to hear more of my voice and it's not during Kyle's uh, karaoke competition for those ads in the in between singers, you can find me on Twitch. I'm playing video games on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mattopoly83. It's M-A-T-T-O-P-O-L-Y-8-3. Listen, it's not about the video games. I know people are like, why would you just sit and watch people play video games? You're not. You're watching me play video games, okay? Right. I'm bad at video games, but I'm a lot of fun to hang around with. So come on in. <laughs> Check it out, hang out in the chats, and then, uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. So, uh, find two me words cool points. That's right. You get all the cool points you can. Yeah. Cash those motherfathers <laughs> in. All right. Uh, <laughs> and then you can find us as the podcast on Instagram. That's where I would point people most to go. 
Uh, Instagram is that is where we post the poster for each episode on the Sunday prior to it coming out. And we're going to take this movie, Kyle, and we're going to take out Steven Seagal's face from the cover and we're going to put your face in its Ooh, place. Yeah. So I'm getting that big excited. beard in yeah. there. And, <laughs> and like us on Facebook, and then you can answer our questions and we'll read your answer on the podcast. Heck yeah, that's where we got all those answers to the Facebook questions. So go find us on Facebook. It's just another episode podcast. So check us out there. Uh, normally, we don't really have a good way to end this nonsense unless we just play a clip to close things out. And today, that clip is going to sound like this. Funniest thing you ever saw in my life. Splendid work, by the way. Oh, yay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Kyle, again, for being on the show. And Thank uh, you both. I appreciate it. We will see you very soon. Okay, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> hey.